Welcome to Recovery His Way. I'm your host, Tom Reynolds, on the campus of His Way in Huntsville, Alabama. Many times when we do these podcasts, we talk um, to guys who are going through our program. Um, today, we have a very special guest, Regina Ralston. Regina, good to have you. Thank you. Um, Regina's husband, Russell, went through this program and graduated. He's been an important part of our uh, ministry here for a long time. When did Russell graduate? Oh, my goodness. 2015, 14? Uh, well, he, yeah, okay. I, I would think so, because <laughs> he didn't, it took him a while to pay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So um, her husband graduated, and uh, and one of the things I think is significant to um, to this program is the recognition that not only is God Im- impacting the lives of men here, mm-hmm. but the lives of their families, that yes. they're impacted wives, children, parents, and those kind of things are going through mm-hmm. similar experiences and even sometimes um, radical transformations in their own lives. Mm-hmm. And I know, um, having known you for a long time and, and being a dear friend of ours, mm-hmm. um, you've had your journey. Okay. And so <laughs> um, I guess I'd like to start with um, just you sharing a little bit about your journey, just, I mean, all the way back, where, you know, you're with the start and just kind of okay. what you've gone through and what's brought you to where we're at. Wow. So I, uh, I was born in Huntington Beach, California. And I, um, so you're a West Coast person. I'm a West Coast person. Okay. When I was so am about, I. I, I. Yes. Yes, you are. Um, when I was about eight, eight years old, my mom moved me to Oregon. And so then I lived in Oregon with my mom and she's a single mom. Um, I wasn't raised with a dad or anything. And so, how many, how many brothers and sisters did you have? Well, I have a sister that I was raised with. Okay. Um, and she's my younger sister. And then I didn't know until I was about 13 that I had another sister. Um, that was from my dad. Um, on, and so I wasn't raised with her, didn't know her till I was, like I said, 13. Okay. So, um, so I do have two siblings. Um, and, um, and I've been married. Um, how old were you when you got married? I was 19. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I uh, had two children with him. And then I got a divorce and uh, had another baby with my youngest, Katie. Okay. And then um, um, got another divorce, and that's where I met Russell. Okay. So were you still out in Oregon at that point? Mm-mm. I was in Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we had moved um, from Oregon to California, my second husband and I, and, um, and we... Um, then ended up not being able to do well in California because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And so we then moved to Arizona, and that's when I met Russell for the first time. Okay. Yeah. And Russell and I literally, um, there was nothing at the beginning. I mean, I didn't um, think anything of it. We were just friends and actually got together with our ex, mm-hmm. exes and spent time together at Christmas and different things of that nature. And um and so anyhow, then um, the really bad economy, you know, thing took place with um, the housing and cars and everything. And so um, anyhow, we all lost our houses. And so we ended up finding new ways to make money. And one of the ways was roofing, which took us all over the country. And so Russell and I at that time um, started, he, show, he showed me how to do the roofing and um my my ex husband actually was with us during that time when we were all selling roofs together, and so, yeah, that's that's kind of how 
Russell and I kind of began our friendship. Okay. And then, um, and then I was going home to pack up the house because we were losing the house. And um, Russell called me and said, I miss you. And so that opened the door for him and I to begin a whirlwind relationship mm -hmm. that, um, that I will cherish because it was really, really fun. <laughs> okay. And you, and so you were, you were still, were you still married to your spouses? We and so were. then you divorced and divorced. you and Russell got together. Yes. Okay. Yep. Got divorces and, um, and yeah. And so then Russell and I actually worked in Oklahoma and Arizona. And then we, um, um, a storm hit here in, um, well, I'm in, I'm in Alabama right now, but hit in Tennessee. Okay. And that's when Scott said, hey, will you guys go check the storm out? Okay. Scott was the guy you worked for? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so then uh, we went to Tennessee and we fell in love with Tennessee the okay. minute we came. I mean, started rolling hills, driving through the country. And I mean, we just were in love. And so... Um, this is in East Tennessee? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then we um, uh, ended up getting a little apartment, working the storm, um, and we had a lot of money because the storm is uh, storm damages. You know, you make pretty good money, mm -hmm. and so we had a lot of money. And um, Russell actually had what I think ten years sober, okay. and uh, I hadn't ever really had any issues mm -hmm. with um, substance abuse yeah um maybe as a young girl in high school and um and a young adult um mm -hmm. dabbled at a party here and there but nothing that i ever was you know drug into mm -hmm. and so um we um ended up we started smoking pot mm -hmm. Russell and i mm -hmm. and having fun and going out and, you know, the fun comes with all that, you know? Right, right. Always starts that way. Yeah. And so, um, uh, then we, um, Russell and I planned a trip to Hawaii. Okay. And, uh, that was like the best vacation in my whole life. Mm -hmm. Literally, I have never hitchhiked in my whole life. We hitchhiked. Mm -hmm. Um, we, once you got in Hawaii, not to Hawaii. Yeah, no, but, no. Okay. No, no, no. No, once we got to Hawaii. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, um, no, we actually, we, we grabbed a plane. Yeah, took the plane. <laughs> Very <away>. good choice. <laughs> so, yeah, um, got there um, on the plane and uh, and hitchhiked. We walked a little ways, hitchhiked, um, and the guy took us all the way into, um, where the, we were going to stay at a hostel. I never stayed at a hostel before. So we were going to stay at a hostel and it was lightly raining. And when we got there, the hostel that Russell had stayed at when he was younger, um, was just a mess. Um, cockroaches this big huh. running around. Yeah. I was like, oh gosh, no, I can't do it. <laughs> and so, um. So yeah, we ended up uh, walking up the up to the trailhead, and um, uh, we looked at each other and said, "Do you want to just go?" And it's an eleven-mile hike into a private um, little beach area, mm -hmm. and so um, 
we did. We took our walking sticks and um, two o'clock in the afternoon started a hike that you shouldn't be starting at two in the afternoon. And um, we hiked and it was pouring rain and uh, I'll never forget there was this big overhanging rock hanging over the um, area that we were walking and um, and we decided to stop and get some shelter from the rain <laughs> and we pulled out our little jet boil thing and our little coffee pot and our hot chocolate and we changed clothes right there and had some hot chocolate and um, and then got dry clothes on and went about our hike and get into our private island <laughs> and best trip ever in my whole life um got to the island um i've never been able to run around nude anywhere it was totally you could be nude or whatever mm -hmm. you want and that was just really was fun yeah just a different kind of vacation so best one ever mm -hmm. so yeah so that is the beginning of our um renegades how they all started mm-hmm and, um, you know, so what, I mean, obviously those came to an end at some point, what brought mm -hmm. them to an end? So, um, when you're in that world, you, um, get caught up in that world. And once you start, um, you know, buying pot and then once you start buying a little bit of Coke or Molly or whatever it is that you're, you begin with. Uh, it all just kind of lays out there for you and starts. And so you're in the world with the people that are doing it. So your company isn't good. Um, and um, and so all of it just looks enticing and fun and all night parties and meeting lots of people. And so what happened was um, um, we decided to quit doing the roofing and we decided to... Um, uh, start trying to make money other ways, which led to um, selling drugs. Mm -hmm. And so I was actually, um, my personal um, story of it all was that um, I was bringing um, meth home to sell mm -hmm. and I got pulled over and arrested. Um, you were bringing it from where? I actually was bringing it um, from Oregon. Okay. To? Is that right? Arizona, sorry. Arizona to Tennessee? Mm -hmm. okay. Arizona to Tennessee. And you were I, pulled over where? In Texas. Okay. And my daughter actually was with me. And um, so we both got the same charge. We both got, um, I mean, shockingly, um, they could have charged us with so much more. And so here's where my journey begins with God. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't see him in that moment, but I can look back now and say, I know God was with me. Um, because... I had everything in my car to not only get, um, you know, that I'm going to sell it for, and I've gone over state lines and I've had, I had glass pipes and bag. I mean, I had everything, scales, everything. Um, and they gave me in her um, drug possession. That's it. Mm -hmm. One charge. And so that was. An abrupt stop. Yeah. Were you arrested there in Texas? Yep. How long were you kept there? Oh, gosh. So I think I was there maybe a week, and then Russell bonded me out, me and, me and Nikki. Uh, and then we had to go back and um, go to court and do mm -hmm. all that. 
Now, I've, I've, um, I messed up on my probation during all of that. And, um, well, first let me tell you that, um, um, I got put on the probation. Um, Russell, Russell wasn't in trouble or anything. He was just still running amok. And, um, so we ended up back after being in Texas and handling my charge and everything that I got put on probation. I got permission to be put on probation in Tennessee mm -hmm. where I lived. So we went back to Tennessee and, um, uh, that's when Russell got arrested. Okay. And so I then with zero money, I mean, the money was gone. And so Russell and I, um, only had a few, we had, I had like three pickup trucks. And so I ended up selling the three pickup trucks to bond him out. And um, then uh, we, bond, we bonded him out and, and still didn't quit. Okay. <laughs> it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and so anyhow, the bottom line is um, uh, we... asked a friend of ours for help mm -hmm. and um he said he won't give us any money like for bonding out or you know hotels or anything like that but that he would pay for um rehab mm -hmm. and so his name is scott um it's the same guy you've been in business with yes right? okay mm -hmm. all right and he um told us all i will pay for um your entry fee to go into a program mm -hmm. um and so let me work on that if you're willing to do that. And so Russell said yes, that he would go in. And um, so I had asked Scott, um, could I, would you do the same thing for me? And he said yes. And so Russell and I, um, the most interesting thing, we both decided to, he said, do you want to pray? And I was like, okay. Um, and so we got at the end of the bed in the, at the hotel literally, I guess we had $14 or something in our pockets and we split it and he had seven and I had seven when we ended up leaving from each other. But we were, went to the end of the bed and literally held hands and just prayed and asked God to help us mm -hmm. and to lead us and to guide us. And that was the first time ever him and I prayed together. And mm -hmm. so... Um, so how did God answer that prayer? Uh, or did he? Oh, yeah. Huge. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, you know, a little finagling of where everybody was going to go and what was going to happen with the rehabs. And uh, Russell got you on the other end of the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, he said to call back at four o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fill out a form or something. <laughs> Well, we couldn't fill out the form because we were, you know, not in our right minds. Mm -hmm. And you can't figure anything out when you're right. not in your right mind. Right. So that wasn't happening. So we were like, oh, no, what's going to happen? We got to call it four. <laughs> <laughs> so four o'clock came and um, oh, Goad, Allison. Allison Goad. Mm -hmm. Allison Goad um, worked here and... She, I guess she's the one, her and somebody else bought the plane or the bus ticket for Russell. Mm -hmm. 
And so she called, or he called, and she said, yeah, we got the ticket for the bus, and so you need to be on it. So um, that's the first time we knew he was going to be coming here right. and meeting everybody here. And so, I ended up being, um, I went to Atlanta okay, to a, another program there. How did the fact, I mean, obviously you guys have been um, so tightly together, all of a sudden this, Mm-hmm. recovery thing was taking you apart. I mean, Russell's come in here to Huntsville. Mm-hmm. You're going to Atlanta. How did you mm-hmm. handle that? That was uh, devastating for me. I have never in my life been on my own. I never, ever had a... I've always been married or at my mom's house. For, so mm-hmm. I went from mom and got married and always had, had yeah. a partner. And right. so all of a sudden I didn't. And... It was scary. I was like, this is a trip. Mm-hmm. You know, I am trying to make ends meet here myself and put roofing over my head. And yeah, it was a trip. And so I was at this program and, you know, in my in my um, sick mind, I was, um, I thought everything was great. I mean, I thought I was doing everything fine and all was great. And um uh, anyhow, I wasn't, I guess, and I got kicked out of that program. Why did you get kicked out? I don't really know. Yeah. I guess my only answer is I did. They said I didn't get a job, get the job at the time. By the time that I was supposed to have a job. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So how long were you in the program there? Were you there thirty days, sixty days, a week? I might, have, I might have been there maybe 30 days. Okay. Maybe. And you didn't have a job, so they said you can't stay here anymore. And so you found yourself out on the streets. What do you do? Well, I another blessing from God. I had met this girl named Becky while I was there. Um, her One of her boyfriends was in the program. Uh-huh. Um, and so I met her at the, I think at church or somewhere like that. And so anyhow, she... Let me move in her house with her. And man, what a wonderful woman. Um, literally gave me a car to drive. Let me stay at her house. Um, and just became a really good friend. She's my friend today. I mean, mm. we still are in touch. Right. And she's just a neat person. So yeah, I got blessed. God put her in my life. And her and I both have always said that that was a really big blessing mm-hmm. um, and a gift from God. So so Russell's still here in Huntsville at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of have been dismissed and you're kind of scrambling and you're finding this friend Becky to stay with. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's happening between the two of you? I mean, and, and what happens in the spiritual journey? I know, um, you know, you guys ultimately make this spiritual commitment together. Kind of how did that transpire? Mm-hmm. So um, Russell and I both wanted to get baptized and we wanted to get baptized together. We do everything together. So that was just something we would definitely wanted to do together. And so um, Russell worked on um, um, talking with you guys and asking if, you know, someone could take him to Atlanta. Um, what's it called? Church of Christ, Atlanta? North Atlanta. North Atlanta, that's it. Um, and so, yeah, so... He asked, and then I guess it got okay. And Jeremy brought Russell to North Atlanta, and we got to get baptized together. And so that was our 
I mean, we had, God, obviously, we could, I couldn't look back and see he was knocking on our door and he was like, I'm right, I'm right here and kind of guiding us along. Um, it's kind of neat to look back and see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to make our commitment together and just a really, um, really neat moment for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming off of such horrific, you know, terrible journey with drugs um, to the light was beginning to shine again. And so I really, um, man, I was just like, this is amazing. Right. (laughs) It was really amazing. So, I mean, but still Russell's in a program in Huntsville Mm -hmm. and you're Mm -hmm. with a friend in Atlanta. Yes. So, so of course, um, the addicted Gina to Russell was like scrambling to do anything she could to get closer to him. And so I, um, you know, and, and part of that is because I've never had to be on my own. So that's, that was my partner. You right, know? Right, and so right. I, I literally, you know, you think you need them. And, and I do, I, I, we do, I, I mean, I'm a partner person, <laughs> right, right. but, um, so yeah, so I made this plan that I'm going to go to uh, Huntsville and get in a program here. Mm-hmm. And um, I had just enough money to for the entry fee to get in. And I had a car. So I was all ready. I was going to be in Huntsville by Russell. I was going to go to this program. The lady I talked to knew me. I'd been talking to her. And we were making, you know, she's like, I don't have a bed. I don't have a bed. And I thought, wow. Somebody told me that if you're desperate enough, you'll go there and knock on the door because how many people are there knocking on the door? There, so I went and knocked mm-hmm. on the door and she still turned me down. <laughs> okay. I ended up sleeping in my car that night <laughs> and a few more nights after that. So I became homeless in the car. So I still wasn't making good choices mm-hmm. and um, and uh, sleeping in the car um, in the Saving Way parking lots. Okay. Or wherever I could find that I thought would be okay, because you can't be in the same place every night. Right. So right. yeah, these things that you learn. Okay. <laughs> right. So going through that, I mean, what what where did you move to next? I mean, how did you get established and start moving in a positive direction? We were still making mm-hmm. some bad decisions here. Yeah. How do we start making good ones? Um. Well, um, over time, your mindset starts to get clear. So that helps. The time um, definitely makes way for a clear mind to think straight. Right. Um, but uh, I got really another blessing. I um, ended up um, making a phone call. I, I actually had a job in Decatur. Because you're new in town, you kind of don't know the lay of the mm-hmm. land. And so I had no clue how far anything was. And so I, I got this job in De- Decatur and um, called Russell. I was like, there's a campground right by it. There's a campground. Just we'll get a couple pots and pans and, you know, there's showers and we'll just go there and you can get a job and get out of that place and we'll just get on with our lives. And he's telling me, okay, that's fine. Um, why don't you call some thrift stores, see if you can find a tent. So I end up calling a thrift store. Um, I called two or three of them and no one had a tent. And then I called Asbury thrift store mm-hmm. and um, I get a lady on the phone and I tell her kind of what's going on in my situation that I was homeless in a car and you know 
I have a job, but I, I need to have a place to sleep. <laughs> and so she gets off the phone, puts me on hold and says, let me go look for a tent. And so she goes and a few minutes later, she comes back and um, she says, yep, we have a, a lady here that has a tent at her home. She's going to let you borrow it. I was like, oh my gosh, who does that? And so that brought Stephanie into my life. And Stephanie actually had, I don't remember how many years sober, but she was sober. Um, she had went through, a, actually, I think the Salvation Army program. Okay. Um, and so she actually was meeting me and they decided to get me a hotel for a week. Mm -hmm. And she was meeting me to, um, did I have some money to help pay for that? They wanted to know I was right. meeting them. And so I said that um, I do have money. It is my entry fee into the program, whatever program I can get in, but I'll use it for whatever. And so she said, okay. And so bought me the hotel and um, for me to pay them back, I decided to go down there and volunteer. And so I went down there and literally um, um, met some of the best people in my life. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I just can't even believe how nice. And so they showed me, um, they showed me that um, I could love myself again. And they helped me. Um, they let me work, uh, work there, volunteer to pay for everything that I owed them because they helped me get in an apartment. They helped me turn on my electricity and they got me a job at Wendy's. Okay. And so... So you didn't need the tent? Didn't need the tent. Anymore. Okay. Yeah. God used a tent to get you all that. Yep. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. That's how God works. Huh? That's how God works. <laughs> he's, he's very big in that way. He shows okay. up grand. So you get established. Russell still finishes this program mm -hmm. here. Yep. Um, so where did you guys go from there? So then we... Um, I... I have to turn myself in because when I cross state lines from Tennessee into... Um, Atlanta into into Georgia. I um, I broke a probation rule, I guess, where you um, mm -hmm. can't cross state lines. Right, right. I didn't. I mean, I knew that, but what happened was I had asked the program guy if I could do that, and he said, "Don't worry about it. I don't know any probation is going to get mad that you're going to pro to mm -hmm. program." So anyhow. That wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> so you violated. I got in trouble. So yeah. okay. So you turned yourself in. Mm -hmm. I had to turn myself in. It was about. And you went back to Texas. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. And then um, that's. I ended up having to pay my debt to society for running amok and doing things I shouldn't be doing. And how long were you? So you were in jail, prison. Where did you go? I was in the jail for know, six or. Eight months. It was a long time. Okay. And then I got um, my. I finally got my sentence, mm -hmm. which was to be placed in Texas has a prison rehabilitation program. So it's like a prison setting mm -hmm. that is a drug and alcohol. You know, okay. you go to you go to classes every day. Okay. And so um, yeah, it was pretty devastating ever picture myself in prison. <laughs> right, right. But, um, uh, yeah, we, I made it through it. I cried every single day. Yeah. Why? Why did you cry? Um, 
you cry because um, you know that you, you really understand what freedom is. I, I, I didn't, you kind of take that for granted. I mean, I don't think people realize, I, I, I just don't know how people go into prison over and over and over and years and years and years. No, my freedom, it really showed me what my freedom was. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was sad that uh, I was pulled away from my, that I allowed a drug to pull me away and make really bad decisions um, against myself and my family. And so you cry every day mm-hmm. that, you know, you allowed that to happen. And so. So you spent in incarcerated in Texas totally, you spent what? I think I was there a year and a half. Year and a half total? Yeah. Okay. And you were released at that point? You Yeah. Okay. And what did, what happened? So you came back here? Mm-hmm. I was on probation here and um, yeah, did it with flying colors, no problems. Did everything they asked me to do and um, got off my probation early and yeah, um, just uh, Russell and I just started building our life one step at a time, little by little. And, um, you know, God was the center of it. And um, even though God showed up at the in the hotel room at the end of the bed that, that night that we decided to pray, <clears throat> his way is what really taught us about God and showed us God's love and I just wouldn't have had Russell back without you guys. There's a difference between how a family dynamic takes place between Christian world and just the worldly world. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was a little girl, I always wanted to grow up and get married and have children. on the television you see how a family dynamic should mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. and I didn't have that growing up so that's what I wanted and uh, to the best of um, his ability I I finally got I got that in Russell I I got a man that <clears throat> is truly a God-fearing man that um, loves his family mm-hmm. and shows it and um, so I'm really grateful for that. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I think for many of us, whether God, whether we see it in a picture in the world or whether we recognize even deep within us that God's wired us for this life, mm-hmm. we chase it, we pursue it. Unfortunately, many times we end up chasing it in our way, in our ability, mm-hmm. and we end up with divorces and, and, you know, the children scattered about and a lot of difficulty and brokenness. Mm-hmm. And then God, and then one day we surrender to God and God puts together the exact purpose mm-hmm. in a way that he um, orchestrates it that really is an eternal and fulfilling purpose versus right. yeah. all the ways we try to try to manufacture yes. God's intention through our own yeah. efforts, right? Yeah. So, um, tell me, I mean, I remember... 
you and Russell got married here. You did, mm-hmm. had a wedding ceremony here. Tell me about that. Why did, why, I mean, we haven't done many weddings out here. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever done a wedding on the front steps of the <laughs> Jones house before or since. Um, why did you choose, why did you choose to get one, have a wedding ceremony? And two, why did you choose to do it here? Um, well, uh, a couple reasons. Um, when Russell and I had already um, devoted ourselves to each other and committed to each mm-hmm. other. But when you become a Christian, you realize there's certain things that, you know, God, there's things you need to follow, rules mm-hmm. you need to follow. And one of them um, happens to be, you know, if you're going to sleep with a person in a home, you need to be married. Mm-hmm. So Russell didn't want to live together until we got married. Um, and he wanted to do that with, and have God's blessing. So, um, and of course, I'm good with that. <laughs> I, I get to marry my best friend, so, mm-hmm. and get God's blessing. So I'm mm-hmm. all about that. So, so when I got home from um, Texas, um, we um, put it together. Um, we chose his way because um, one, he wanted you to marry us. Um, and two, his way is what is the foundation of, of us getting Russell back. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, men, men are the, they're the main ingredient in the family. And, um, and if you don't have, you know, a good man that is, you know, confident within himself, um, to lead his family, um, then you, you got nothing but a mess. And so his way, I mean, man, I just, I can't even believe it's like night and day with Russell. So I, I got, I just got a, a great man and why not celebrate it on the steps of his way? <laughs> I know I was talking to somebody the other day and they were talking about, they were a resident during that time. And of course, all the residents came to the wedding. They were mm-hmm. part of the, right. the, uh, invitees right <laughs> and uh, so he remembered that vividly and how how dear you and russell are to him just because he got to be at that wedding and yeah. got to see that and got to capture a vision for what god could do in his life mm-hmm. um and it's been an inspiration to him as well so i know yeah. you've inspired many yeah through your example well, and the choices you know. that you made yeah, yeah that's, that's great good. yeah so as you um as you look to the future i guess the last question i just wanted to ask is as you look to your future and where you're headed, kind of things that um, God's bringing your life, what's your what's your hope? What's your dream? What's your what's your vision? Mm. Well, <clears throat> I, that's a hard question right now because I my um, uh, you know I'm diagnosed with cancer, and the doctors are only giving me six months to live. Right. So being able to answer a future question is a hard one. Russell and I have definitely, that takes a turn on Mm -hmm. your daily discussions. Mm -hmm. And um, so future-wise, my my futures are kind of close in days. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, just spending as much time with my children, my grandchildren, and my husband and my friends, um, getting in as much time and building as many memories with them as I can. Um, 
being able to photograph the moment so that people have those Mm -hmm. moments. Um, And just do as much as I can. I mean, I'm a little bit limited on because it's my foot and I can't move around well. But um, we're going to plan some trips and um, we already, we're going to go to Panama Beach in March and I don't know how that's going to work. I'm going to get sand all in my foot. <laughs> right. But I'm going to do it. But the I? important thing, so your future is, your dream for your future is to spend your remaining days, however many of those are, mm-hmm. with the people that you love, mm-hmm. doing the things that are meaningful, mm-hmm. not wasting the moments, mm-hmm. but capturing the moments mm-hmm. um, in every way you possibly can. That's right. Which I think is a beautiful, yeah. you know, for any one of us, none of us know when our last day is, no, right? No. And so even if you have a doctor tell you, and they don't really know, know. That's right. um, all of us, I mean, it's a great vision to have to recognize that we don't know our days. Our days are numbered, Scripture says. Right. And so why not live them with that same perspective? That right. Our future may be more immediate than, right. than we would like to admit it is. So why don't we deal with the immediate, deal with those things and build a future. And if it's, mm-hmm. you know, if it's six months and I put a bunch of six months together that are meaningful, yeah. however many that would be, that's right. um, that brings purpose and meaning to the life that God's given us. That's right. Yep. So. I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. Regina, I appreciate you coming and sharing your story mm-hmm. with us today. It's yes. great. We Thanks love you. Me. We want the best for you. Thank you. I'm glad that you mm-hmm. and Russell are dear friends of my wife's and mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And, uh, We look forward to whatever days we have left, making them the best. That's right. Amen. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for joining us today at Recovery His Way. If you'd like to learn more about His Way, you can check out our website at hiswayinc.org.